Welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast, where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 83, Breastfeeding Through Shots. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey there, my friend. How are you doing? I hope you're having a great week. Thanks so much for spending the time to come and hang out on my podcast. I have a fun topic to share with you today. Of course I do. Um, I do every week, right? I <laughs> have something fun to share. And this topic was brought to you by my real life experience. Um, my little baby girl, she recently had her two-month shots. And I shared a little bit about my experience on my stories. And it was so interesting, the conversation that started surrounding this, that I thought, oh my gosh, I have to do a podcast episode on this topic. Um, So I'm going to share a little bit about my experience. Um messages that I received from families all over the world about their experience um, with breastfeeding and while, well, breastfeeding while their baby is getting shots. And then I'm also going to share my top three tips for you if you would like the option to breastfeed your baby while they are receiving their immunizations. Okay. And before I jump into more information, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by my personalized pumping plans. Listen, are you returning to work this year? Whether you work from home or you go into the office, I would love to make a personalized pumping plan for you. My pumping plans help you feel confident with Things like when to start pumping and how often, when to start building a freezer stash and how much milk to save, the best time to introduce a bottle and how, how much your baby needs at every feeding, how to protect your supply while apart, how to maximize your milk output, and also how to move seamlessly from breast to bottle and back again. Each personalized plan that I make is between 15 and 20 pages long because I jam pack it with all the information that you need to meet pumping success. So I would love to make one for you. If you don't know how pumping plans got started, first of all, it's from my own experience of having to return to work as a registered nurse and work 13 hour shifts being away from my baby and balancing the breast and the bottle and the pumping and the storing of milk and all the things that I had to kind of learn the hard way. And a couple years ago, I had um, 
In fact, it's been about a year and a half ago, I had someone message me and say, oh my gosh, I just don't know how to return to work. I wish that someone could just make me a pumping schedule. And I was like, ding, (laughs) that is exactly what I would love to make for families because working moms, uh, you have my heart, especially. So just head on over to breezybabies.com and snag yourself a personalized pumping plan and we'll get jamming on getting you confident returning to work. Okay, back to the topic for today. Now, I hope you're still with me because first of all, I do know that immunizations and shots, vaccines, whatever you want to call them, it's a very sensitive topic, (laughs) maybe even a taboo um, subject. And I know that not all of you listening, um, the clients that I work with even, are going to choose to immunize, and that's totally fine. This is not an episode trying to convince you one way or the other. The whole point of this podcast episode today is to offer you options to make those baby shots a little easier if you do choose to do them. And guess what? These same tips apply for more than just vaccines. So I'll explain a little bit more about that with my tip number three. So stick around. (laughs) Don't jump ship just quite yet. But like I was telling you in the beginning, I recently took my two-month-old in for her checkup. Honestly, I was dreading it a bit because... We were coming off of this long stretch of sickness after sickness that would slowly rotate through each family member. And just as a new sickness was starting, the old ones were starting to fall off and then someone else would start with it. And oh, it just felt like a lot. We had also already been through flu shots and COVID shots with my older three kids and had some not so great nights of sleep. So I was kind of done with shots and not sleeping well. (laughs) When I went in, um, I talked through all this with my pediatrician and I knew before I went, I knew that her advice was going to be to just get the shots that she needed, but I still wanted to talk it through, make the choice for me and my family, make the best choice for us. You know, I could skip the shots altogether that day. I could do some now and some later. But in the end, after talking with my pediatrician, I did decide to go ahead and do them. Because remember that you are in the driver's seat when it comes to you and your family and conversations with your healthcare provider. Anyway, the doctor looked at my baby head to toe um, you know, her mouth, her ears, everything. And at the end of the appointment, my baby was a bit irritated after all the poking around. And she was probably a bit cold seeing as she was undressed down to a dry diaper. On top of all that, it was also getting close to feeding time. And the last thing I wanted was a crying baby the whole drive home. So while I was waiting for the medical assistant to come back and give my baby her shots, what was my answer to all of these problems? The boop. 
(laughs) I knew that it would give my baby comfort, it would give her warmth, and it also would give her the nutrition that she was looking for. It was going to solve three problems with just one boob. (laughs) I did know that the medical assistant would be coming back at any minute to give her her shots, but I thought, why should that stop me? She's hungry. She's cold. She wants comfort now. I am going to feed her now. So I went ahead and I started breastfeeding. And it did take them a little bit to come back. I actually had almost completely fed on one side before the medical assistant came back. She started lining up the different shots, and she said that she needed to start with an oral rotavirus, um, a little squeezy um, one that went into my baby's mouth. And I honestly considered asking if we could do that last because my baby was feeding at the time, but... I decided it wouldn't matter to unlatch. And so we go ahead and did the oral rotavirus first, which, you know, looking back in hindsight, I think that makes sense why they do that one first, because babies are crying and upset after getting their shots and they may not take the oral one so well (laughs) after all that. So it all worked out fine. She took the oral rotavirus. She came back to the breast just fine. And so we did. Um, And I could kind of tell the medical assistant really would have preferred me to just lay my baby on the exam table for her shots. She didn't come out and say it, but I just kind of felt like her body language kind of showed like, oh, okay, we're doing it this way while she breastfeeds her baby. (laughs) So... I just said really nice, hey, do you mind if I continue to breastfeed while you give her her shots? And she replied with, oh, yeah, that's fine. And I could kind of tell her body language changed after that. So I did make sure and make it really easy on her. Um, I kind of positioned my body in a way where the medical assistant had access to both of my baby's thighs. I kind of angled my body as I sat in the chair And okay, here's how it went. So here's my baby. Imagine my little baby, my two month old baby breastfeeding happily. Shot goes in. Baby cries. (laughs) Another shot goes in. She cries harder. And then another. She is really upset now. She even holds her breath for a second, but I'm right there offering the breast. She calms down after a few seconds. She latches back on and she instantly calms down. Okay. And side note, she ended up sleeping the entire way home as well. So that's kind of what our experience looked like. Um... And this was so interesting because I actually ended up posting a picture of me breastfeeding right after she got her shots with the band-aids on her leg. And I had said on there that I had breastfed through shots. And I did a poll on my Instagram asking who else had breastfed through shots. And here are the results. 36% said that they also breastfed through shots. 64% said they didn't even know that they could. They didn't even know it was an option. More than half of my followers did not even know that this was an option that existed. 
Maybe that's you today as well as you're listening to this podcast episode. Maybe you're thinking, I didn't even know this was an option. Again, (laughs) the whole point of this is to just let you know that, yes, this is an option. Not saying that it's something that you have to do, but I'm going to kind of provide you with um, some studies and some research that's been done um, behind this topic and talk you through it a little bit more so that you can make the best decision for you and your family. Okay, and before I jump into my top three tips, I do want to mention that I had one follower from Finland and another from Australia that um, sent me a direct message. And they said, oh, yeah, this is the norm where we are. Um, In fact, the staff actually were the ones that suggested it to us to breastfeed through shots. So can you believe that? In countries around the world, this actually is the norm to do this. But do you know what the majority of people said when they sent me a direct message on this topic? They said two things. A, they said some version of, I wasn't allowed to, okay, (laughs) which is a whole topic in and of itself, uh, being told what you're allowed to do and not do when it comes to you and your baby. Again, remember that you are in the driver's seat. And um, the second thing that people said was, B, I don't want my baby to associate pain with breastfeeding. Okay, which is a legitimate concern. So let's kind of talk about both of those and break it down um, as I jump into my top three tips. Okay, so my first tip for you is you decide what's best for your family. I have a really hard time understanding when a family is told you aren't allowed to breastfeed while we give your baby the shot. Now, if you don't want to breastfeed during the shot, that's a different story. Some of you did say that you didn't want to do it during the shot, but you prefer to do it right after your baby receives shots. That is just fine and just great. Go ahead and do it. But I did get an example of a mom who was rushed right out of the room right after because they double book appointments. She told the staff, um, sorry, I just need to stay and finish breastfeeding my baby. And listen, you can do that. You can advocate for yourself when it comes to meeting with your healthcare providers. Okay. Tip number two is consider the research. So I want to tell you about a Cochrane study that was published on October 15th of 2020. And it's titled, Does Breastfeeding Reduce Vaccination Pain in Babies Age 1 to 12 Months? I'll link the study in the show notes, but let me just break it down and explain what um, this study Um, uncovered for us. So this study was actually completed in February of 2016, and they wanted to look at the effectiveness of breastfed babies um, one to 12 months old while they were getting shots. So they looked to see if breastfeeding helped to reduce pain, which they um, scored that by crying time with babies. Um, they compared it with holding babies, um, still laying them flat or giving them some water or a sweet solution. 
So they did 10 studies with a total of 1,066 babies. So this was a pretty good sized study, um, you know, done on more than just a tiny group of babies. So um, what they found, the key result that they found is that breastfeeding reduced crying in young babies having vaccination. So on average, they found that breastfed babies cried for 38 seconds less than babies who were not breastfed. Okay. Um, 38 seconds may not sound like a lot less crying, (laughs) but it's still significant. Okay. They also found, and I really love this part of the study, is that there was no report of harm. They could find no conclusions could be drawn that there was any risk of healthy babies breastfeeding during vaccination. Um, some were told um, in my DMs that, oh, your baby will choke if you're breastfeeding them while we give them their shots. Okay. Um, that may be more of a convenience factor for the staff. <laughs> Maybe they're just not familiar with giving baby shots while they're being breastfed. But um, according to this study, there is no risk of baby choking or aspirating or having troubles, um, any harmful effects while um, breastfeeding while getting shots. Okay. So in this study, um, this only applied for vaccinations. They didn't look specifically at babies who were getting blood work or doing procedures. This was one that was very specific to vaccinations. But again, they did find that it did reduce pain in most babies up to one year of age. Okay, so you can take that information and draw from it what you would like. Um, But I also want to tell you, um, another mom who sent me a direct message on this topic, she said that she was instructed to wait 45 minutes after shots to breastfeed. What, What is that? What is that all about? I could find nothing that that would be based on. I don't understand why that information was given to her. So again, I share this information with you just to let you know that, yes, you do have options just because your doctor's office says something, your pediatrician says something that doesn't necessarily always make it 100% true or something that you need to do. Okay. So tip number three is you can also breastfeed through any painful procedure. Um, I kind of alluded to this in the beginning, but breastfeeding through shots doesn't have to apply just to vaccinations because let's say, for example, that your baby needs a blood draw. Okay, so this isn't a shot, but it does include a needle. Okay, (laughs) so um, let's wind back all the way to when my baby was two days old. We had the newborn screening test done. Do you remember this? This is something that was done in the hospital. If you delivered in the hospital um, when your baby was quite young before you went home. And at least here in the United States, they do a little hill poke. They take some blood samples. I know in the state of Utah where I live, this is a required test that is done by the state Um that checks for a whole slew of genetic disorders. So you probably have something very similar to this or exactly like this where you live. But basically, this was just a little hill poke. And um, they, you know, check 
also for jaundice and bilirubin um, often in the hospital. So what for whatever reason, if your baby has to have a hill poke and have some blood drawn, um, these same tips apply. You can breastfeed your baby through hill pokes as well. Okay. So let's review those top three tips. Number one was you get to decide what's best for you and your family. Tip number two was consider the research. And tip number three was breastfeed through any painful procedures. I would love to hear your feedback on this podcast episode. I would love to hear um, your experience. If you have not breastfed through shots in the past and you do at a future appointment, I would love to know your experience, how it went, what you thought. If nothing else, hopefully this just helped to get your wheels turning um, to know that, yes, you are in the driver's seat and you can make decisions for you and your family. And Again, remember anything I share on this podcast, you can take or leave whatever feels right to you. Thank you so much for listening in. I'll be back next week to share another fun story with you um, on another topic of something that I have lived through (laughs) recently. It's going to be a really good one. So make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss um, my new podcast episodes when they drop every Tuesday. And of course, I'm going to leave you with you are strong, you are smart, you are beautiful, you are a good friend to all. Have a good one.